Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Sergio. There you go. See? (laughs) And then I've got in studio Mr. Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Mack. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. And that's about it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I've got what's happening is everybody's traveling from the ICAST from Orlando back. So Steve Carson and Ben Seacrest, they're traveling, okay, or fishing. Those guys are probably, if I was in Florida, I'd be fishing too. Um, and Tony, Mia. Mia, but Mia was over at the ICAST as well. So that's probably what's going on. So uh, we will try to do our best to get it to get through. Okay, so uh, let's start like we usually start on a good Saturday morning. Andrew Mack. Yeah, let's uh, me, let's tell- get right in it with uh, the freshwater report. Please. Um, as you can see, we're in the middle of summer. It's hot outside, and uh, most of the lakes are stocking catfish right now. One lake in particular is Santa Ana River Lakes. Every week, they continue to stock a truckload of catfish. Uh, among some other things, uh, they've been throwing in a, a load of tilapia here and there. Uh, they even uh, the only lake I've heard of out here that actually threw in a load of carp. Um, some people wanted it, you know. They say they eat carp and they want it fresh. So you know, Craig, the owner, listened and uh, brought a load of carp in one uh, for one week. Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. So Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, one angler uh, kind of stuck out from the from the rest of the crowd, and that was, uh, you know, we all know him as Team Sippy Cup, uh, well, half a Team Sippy Cup, uh, Rick Kesey. Uh, he was out there on his float tube with uh, with Judas uh, looking for catfish, and he connected to a 36-pounder. Nice. Yeah, nice. that was, uh, so, you know, he, well, he walked up to the scale, got it weighed, took some good pictures, and then uh, he released it. So Santa Ana River Lakes has a rule: if uh, if any catfish, I believe if it's over 20 pounds, uh, has to be uh, released back in the water. Uh, that continues, you know, other anglers a chance to get big fish, and they keep growing. Uh, from there, we'll go to uh, you know our favorite lake, uh, good old Lake Elsinore. Mm-hmm. Um, the catfish bite has just it's just been so consistent lately, and just I mean a lot of guys that are fishing on shore that uh, what they're doing is they're using uh, uh, the bite on uh, Mac bites. Uh, uh, Tony makes those. It's got, it's got a, uh, the Cajun scent that are soaked in it, and the whisker fish, man, they just they just love that well, bait. You know what happens? They they um, it's soaked in it, so it soaks in, right? Mm-hmm. So they take a bite, okay. So the, the the mackerel attracts them, and when they take that bite, that juice pulls out, and they do not want to let go. 
Oh, okay. no. And if you remember the Dream Extreme, I mean, the right. top, what, three fish were all caught on the bite on Mac yeah, bites. I'm telling you. Even a bass, of all things. Oh. I mean, the, the top bass was caught on a Mac bite that we, you know, rolled up on the boat and watched all the all the mayhem happen. That was, Isn't that crazy? That was awesome. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so from there, if you guys are looking for catfish, there's a lot of options uh, right now in SoCal. Um, and even if you're looking for trout, I mean, you have options as well. I know that uh, uh, Green Valley Lake up there in uh, – in the mountains right there, just below Big Bear, uh, they've been stocking uh, biweekly. Uh, they've been throwing 1,000 pounds of trout in uh, every other week. I believe it should happen this week because I was talking to a couple anglers, and uh, they said there was no stock last week. So that tells me that uh, one thing that Green Valley does is, um, is they do not advertise the day of the stock. Uh, the reason is the uh, um, it's uh, kind of it's not private, but it's it's pretty much all – they collect money from from all the homeowners up there, and when they stock it, they try to avoid like the big rush. So they want to keep the fi the fish in there all week. Um, you know that way everyone has a chance to get it, rather you know than post like, hey, we stocked a thousand pounds on Wednesday. You know, here comes Thursday morning, and there's you know two thousand anglers ready to catch them all. Um, so that's kind of cool. They do that a little bit different. Another lake uh, that you can also get trout uh, up in the uh, the SoCal area is definitely Big Bear. Um, Big Bear, they've been doing random stocks here and there, um, but a lot of what they're seeing now is uh, the trolling. The trolling form going to like three to four colors of lead core uh, with anything bright colored like a, like a pink flicker shad or um, like a Rapala, like a PE5 to a PE7 size in the Fire Tiger um, have also been getting a good amount of fish. I know a couple, uh, uh, a couple of residents, um, especially one in particular. He lives right there in Fonskin with uh, with his two kids, and they go out just about every day. And you know, he's he keeps reporting. You know, we go out for an hour or two in the evening, and we're catching anywhere from five to ten to fifteen fish. You know, we'll keep two for table fare, and you know, they're letting everything else go. So, Big Bear Lake is definitely definitely a good uh, spot for trout. Now, if uh, if you're looking to go, uh, you know, the Sierras, the Sierras, I mean, have all, pretty much every lake is producing fish. Um, right now, they uh, actually today, they have a derby uh, set for the Twin Lakes uh, in Bridgeport, uh, which they just stocked on Wednesday from, uh, I think it's called Desert Hot Springs uh, Hatchery. Um, they stocked it and, it, and they reported it was all trophies, so, you know, they're expecting fish from four to eight pounds. Uh, and then sometimes they put in, you know, a couple that are a little bit bigger, but... If you guys are looking, you know, for a good chance to get a, you know, nice trout, you know, during the middle of the summer, that's definitely the place to go. All right. Well, listen, I mean, we got here uh, one of our dear friends. He's calling <laughs> in. So let me go ahead and say good morning to Jonathan Oliver Skinner from Lake Elsinore. Good morning, Jonathan. Jonathan? Oh, I thought we had Jonathan on there. Okay. Well, all right. So, uh, you know, I thought he was on. Okay, so there you are. <laughs> there he is. Is that you, Ron, or is that Jonathan? That was me. Ah. That was Ron. Okay. I think he fell asleep. Hello? There you are, there Jonathan. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm driving the Arsenal. I think I told you guys for uh, uh, the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys camp, and I just heard you guys talking about Lake Elsinore. Um a lot of good things happened there. I uh, went out fishing yesterday morning and ran into this guy, big carp guy. So, and you have to have you come out, uh, get that boat ready. Oh, you so know. I caught about 15, uh, 15 carp um, over by the levee. 
bunch of different sizes, and this guy actually eats the carp too. So he talked. We had a really good uh, conversation. His name was Victor from the Ukraine, mm-hmm. and uh, so he, uh, he 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 was out there and, and told me how he prepares his carp and everything. And I actually posted a video of uh, a guy I work with. His name is Giovanni. Uh, it was his first time ever catching a fish, and we got him on a carp over there. So it was it was a pretty fun day yesterday. Oh, very cool. Well, you know, uh, Steve Carson always tells us that the number one uh, game, game fish, fish mm-hmm. you know, with no second, really, is carp. And so the guy from Ukraine makes sense. Like a European, it's a big, mm-hmm. big thing. It's uh, like we, as we regard largemouth bass here, they regard the carp. And they get gigantic. And, yes, you can eat them. I guess they're a little bony. Mm-hmm. But they're very, very tasty white, uh, white flake meat. I never tasted it, but uh, they say it's very good. So, you know, that's why, uh, yeah, you get uh, the Europeans know what's going on. I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah, and and around here, they're one of the fish that actually eats arrows. So, it's pretty it cool. eats arrows. <laughs> I like that. Very good. So, Jonathan, um, you're up in Oxnard for what? No, I'm, I'm actually driving up to Oxnard, and uh, it's the Dallas Cowboy Training Camp. They've trained the who? In, in, in the South. who? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Who? Okay. <laughs> who that? But, um, I'm up there. I'm going to be volunteering up there uh, all weekend for for the training camp. Um, they changed their protocols because of COVID and everything. So, uh, but I'm pretty excited. It's my first time doing it. My buddy uh, Richard Reyes is in charge of. Uh, uh, excuse me, Richard Arias is in charge of all the volunteers. So I get to go up there and volunteer, but. Um, with with Lake Elsinore, some some really cool things. Uh, Victor actually got on a, on a night size bluegill yesterday as well. Uh, probably um, definitely bigger than what we stocked, so they're they're starting to grow. And uh, people are starting to uh, get some bites on the uh, on some baby cats. So what that means is our fishery is actually working. Mm-hmm. They're reproducing in the lake. So. Um, uh, we're, we're excited about that. And, of course, the wipers are starting to get some size. Been hitting up some. Um, they're probably about 7, 8 inches mm-hmm. using just uh, some swim baits and stuff. So uh, we're, we're really excited about the future of, of, of Lake Elsinore fishing here in the next, you know, 6 to 8 months. Well, there's been a huge investment from the city, uh, not only in the facilities but also in the fishery itself. And so now we're seeing the benefits of it. We're seeing it come full circle, and it's great to hear that the catfish are actually spawning and actually hatching, okay? And uh, you got some hatchlings there. That, that, that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, it's always been a great largemouth bass. But I was going to say, Sergio, um, during the, the tournament, we actually got a couple, I believe, that were born in the lake. There were some that, you know, they were what? Well, I think, I think my smallest was like four or five inches. Oh, wow. Okay, so, Jonathan, whatever you're doing, keep doing. It's working. <laughs> yeah, I went uh, fishing. I went tubing last uh, Sunday and got a nice eight pound, uh, seven eight pound uh, catfish. And it was a, it was a, it was definitely uh, grown in the lake. It was uh, mm-hmm. looked like an old old codger, and it was, uh, it was a beautiful fish though. But definitely need to have people come over to, to Lake Elsinore and, and see our fishery and and enjoy uh, you know the lake, you know baseball, skydiving camping the whole night everything you can do at lake elsinore absolutely all right well listen um go go see your uh high school 
team there play football, <laughs> practice football. Good luck on that. Okay? Good luck on that. Now, anyway, Jonathan, <laughs> thanks for calling in, brother. I know you're on your way. I hear the break coming up, so uh, take care. Enjoy, if you can, the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I can't even believe I even said the name. Okay, have a good one, Jonathan. All right. Have a great show. All right, thanks, guys. All right, uh, we'll take a short uh, short break here. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. But I guess that's why they say every rose has its thumb. Just like every night has its dawn. Just like every cowboy sings a sad. Angels Radio. AM830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Everybody at Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And with me today, I've got Andrew Mack in the house and Ron hanging out there. And uh, Ron, we had a, a trip this week. Okay. You want to talk about the Helena? Yeah, it was a, it was a great trip. We had, uh, you know, a boat uh, is a great little boat. Calvin uh, Cooper runs a great uh, operation out of there. We did some local fishing. Uh, we ended up with some really, really big sand bass. Uh, uh, in fact, uh, we limited out on sand bass, uh, which is, you know, in, in itself, the, the fish were gr- good size, uh, with the biggest one um, being about four pounds. So we, we we had a really good time. We went patty hopping out there. We had heard that the uh, tuna had shown up again and went some patty hopping, looking for yellowtail and stuff, but could not find them. But it was a great, great day just to be out in the water, making new friends, and you know, doing what we do best—teaching people how to fish. So, yeah, well, it's, it's very unique. You know, what's happening is uh, things are changing, 
uh, changing big time. You know, everybody's been looking for tuna down in San Diego, and these fish have moved up. In fact, um, there's been some reports of, not reports, we actually have some fish counts where the Dana Pride picked up a couple fish on Thursday. Um, right. Uh, so that's within three-quarter day. Something else really crazy was yesterday, okay, behind Catalina, the native son, uh, apparently had a, a fish or two, um, the Patriot out of Newport Beach. In fact, one of our dear friends, Paul Hansen, Captain Paul Hansen, you know, he's seen with like a 60-some-odd-pound fish on the Patriot, this three-quarter-day boat out of um, Newport. So, Ron, these fish have moved up. I'm looking at the counts, and we'll, we'll take a deeper look uh, later in the show, but um, it looks like the bluefin have moved north. And down yep. south, we've got a big influx of Dorado and yellowtail. There's yellowtail everywhere. And these are not the little five-pound fish. These are 10, 12, and above. So it makes for a lot of, a lot of fun catching. So. Well, we've also had a sprinkling of some yellowfin as well. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's, it's that time of the year where everything's starting to show up. And I'm pretty excited about the Dorado. It's been a while since we've seen some out here. And, I think I think they'll make it in. You know how we last year we went uh, patty hopping in between Catalina and Newport, and mm-hmm. and they were out there. And I, I I expect that to happen again. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, it is um, a good time to be in Southern California. I went out on the boat on the on the AC sled on Monday with Rick Fuentes, and um, the temperature, the highest temperature I saw was seventy point two. Okay, and that that's <laughs> that's off of Long Beach here, you know, Huntington Beach, and that that's that's pretty damn good. I imagine going across, if you were to see a patty, I would definitely stop. The other thing that I that was interesting is uh, the 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 color of the water, the quality of the water really looked pretty high. It was it's good, clean, more bluish purple than than the greenish tone that we're used to on the coast. So um, you know, clean water with a warmer temperature. That's going to get these fish really going. A lot of bass action here locally. you still got some barracuda. Uh, The island's going off. Um, You there off of Dana Wharf. I mean, you know, I'm fascinated with what you were telling me about the size of the the, uh, sand bass. You know, sand bass, this is sand bass season, folks. And you said the quality was there, right? Ron? Oh, I guess I lost Ron. Okay. All right. Well, oh, no. Here I am. Oh, there you are. Okay. Um, and this is not exaggeration. Uh, and I know fishing never, fishermen never exaggerate. So um, I'm telling you that we probably, out of the amount that we caught, we only, we released quite a few. But the ones that were pulled overboard, they were all legal. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Um they were they were big. I, it was fun. It was one of the you know they pull hard. They're grumpy and they don't want to get out of that water. It, just, it was a blast. No, no, for sure. And uh, let me tell you, I've been you know that's what one of the things I love to catch here locally. When I go out on the AC sled, I'm looking for just a nice local bite, something um, I can go in, get out, and and have some fun, spend some time on the water. And sand bass, calico bass, the barracuda, the, the it allows for that. In fact, uh, guess who just joined us? 
Thank you for uh, joining us there, uh, Rick. Okay. Are you there, Rick? Can you speak, Rick? Good morning, Rick. Good morning. Okay, we don't have that the mic. Um, Leilani, can you give me that mic? Okay, so try again, Rick. Good morning. There you are. So, folks, this is Rick Fuentes with uh, Fishing Syndicate. And um, I'll use the yellow. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Talk to me, Rick. Good Say good morning. morning, Rick. Good morning, everyone. There you go. Nice and loud. Okay, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Listen, it's it's one of those weekends. Oh, it's yeah. one of those weekends, okay? So, uh, Rick. Uh, well, you know, um, Rick. Well, well, the only thing that I, you know, I have seen, well, we, we actually ran into some pockets of water out there that were in the, uh, you know, 70, 71. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter of time before. Um, we have everything out here. I, I expect if the water temperature stays like this, you know, I, I think we'll have yellowfin tuna around here. I I think yes. Okay, I think we already have the bluefin showing up uh, on the other side right. of Catalina. Okay, so it looks like that fish moved up further north. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I, yes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yellowfin has made a sprinkle down in, in San Diego. Right. Not a full-on bite quite yet. But, again, the Dorado uh, has really been coming on. I mean, most of the boats are reporting at least, you know, two or three, some of them six, seven. And they're losing a lot of Dorado as well. So um, it, it, it's really turning on. This is the time to get off the couch and go fishing, Okay. In fact, Rick, uh, you and I went out on Monday, okay? And uh, what was your experience? Well, it's uh, as good as it gets on uh, on the bass out there. Uh, we slayed them out there, big bass. Um, the water, the area that we were fishing was really, really blue. And I think you mentioned the water was like 70 degrees at that point when we were where we were fishing, so. Mm -hmm. And that's just off Huntington Beach? Exactly. Yeah, and, and uh, you had a really good captain, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> captain Surge put us on the fish for sure. It was... Uh... No, we, and we stayed primarily in one area the entire day and um, just kept drifting around, just a natural hard bottom. And you and I actually went into the flats and tried to look for, see if the, the fish were on the flats. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. we didn't, couldn't find them, so we went back to where we were. Now, we were fishing an area just outside the flats, in a little deeper water, maybe, what were we, 110? Like anywhere from 110 to 120. Yeah, that's that's the... That's Was this uh, Sergio's Rock or Sergio's Reef? No, or? actually, it's just a, a just a, a general area with okay. hard bottom and, and, and <laughs> mud, you know, all mixed in, and you just drifted. Oh, and yeah. uh, I, had a, I had one fish I could not bring up, busted me off. Oh, jeez. Uh, actually bit me off remember that yeah that was a that was a big fish that was a big fish i had him for a little bit and he was coming coming took line and you know somewhere along the middle of the column just said see ya maybe a nice halibut yeah that might have been the big flat kind mm -hmm. we did i did get a couple of short ones. yes okay so mm -hmm. you know where there's short ones there's big ones um, oh yeah people don't realize that when when you catch a halibut there's usually two or three more there they they tend to hang out together 
Anyway, so there's big fish there. Um, the, the quality of the sand bass, I don't think we brought in a single sand bass that required measurement. Oh, no, they were all big, big fish. All big fish. All of them released, folks, so it was, it was a good day. Good day indeed. Well, thanks for coming out with me, Rick. Oh, and, thank you for taking uh, me. It's that was excellent fishing. The weather. How about the weather? Oh, it was beautiful out there. Oh, dude, we picked up our bait from uh, from Nacho. Outstanding. And I'll tell you what, we hit, what, 40 miles an hour? Jeez. No problem. Okay, and flat <laughs> it's going to be. It got kind of ugly around 1 o'clock. So we, we decided to come in, but um, we really got some good time in the water there. All right. So, like I said, local fishing is really good. We'll hear a report coming up, I imagine, from uh, Steve Phelps, mm-hmm. you know, from Long Beach uh, Sport Fishing. So that's going good. Let's talk about northern oh, yeah. sector. Okay, let's go up to uh, Oxnard. So up okay. in that area... Uh, the uh, the Lone Pock Dive and Fish uh, Club, uh, they put on their seventh annual Flatfish Classic. Uh, so for seven years, uh, they've been having uh, basically a halibut derby. And uh, two guys that definitely know what they're doing is uh, Joey Dudridge and uh, Nick Damerel. Uh These guys actually won it last year with a 44-pounder. Um, and uh, so they you know they know the fish grounds up there. They know where to find them. Uh, one thing that Nick told me was that, you know, he couldn't he was he wouldn't be able to catch the fish like he's been catching if it wasn't for Joey and Joey's boat uh you know getting to the right spot you know putting them on the fish and these guys just pretty much work the bottom all day uh fishing uh, um uh one of the the ball set up there on a 60 pound test and uh something happened uh this time that uh that usually doesn't happen a lot for people uh Nick, uh, Nick was able to catch a fish of a lifetime and, uh, you know, we've all said it, you know, we all catch a big tuna, go, oh, this is a fish of a lifetime. And then, you know, a month down the road, you know, bigger school of fish comes through. This is a fish of a lifetime. But this one, this one truly, truly, I believe, is a fish of a lifetime. So uh, what happened was they were out there fishing. Uh, you know, they had a couple halibut already on the, on the board. Uh, then all of a sudden Nick got bit and he knew that it was a bigger one. He told Joey, you know, hey, grab the gaff, man. This is This is a good one coming up. You know, this fish was ripping drag, you know, going back and forth. And finally, when that fish broke the surf, or actually they saw it a deep color, they both said, oh, wow, <laughs> look at this thing coming up. As soon as uh, it was in uh, gaff range, uh, Joey reached out with a gaff, and he stuck he stuck it perfectly right there, right in the gill plate. Uh, but the fish being, you know, over 60 pounds, it, uh, it had something else to say. And that fish, I guess, just, just went crazy. And... Uh, it actually hit the gaff in Joey's hand, uh, came came out of his hand and smacked Joey in the head. Apparently, uh, <laughs> <laughs> cracked his head open a little bit. He was bleeding. He actually uh, sent me a picture of you know, a little blood spot on his hat. So that fish, you know, that fish got the uh, the last laugh there. But uh, um, as Nick was watching this, you know, all unravel, he uh, he grabbed the gaff right away, um, you know, and uh, uh, put the uh, put the fish there on the deck. And uh, I guess Joey <laughs> Joey's first thought was. You know, <laughs> that gaff hit him in the head, and it apparently it knocked him out a little bit. Hold on with the gaff in the head. <laughs> oh, I yeah. want to hear about this. All right, but we got to take a short break. When we come back, we'll get we'll start at the gaff in the head. The gaff in the head. All right, <laughs> uh, folks, you're in Angels Radio, AM 830KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Blames the one before And all of their frustration Come beating on your door 
Angels Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM830. If you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to the Welcome back, everybody. Oh, Andrew, you little rock in there. Love Shack. Angels Radio, AM830 KLA. This is Angry Chronicles. And, um, yeah, I want to just uh, send a message here to my buddy, Paul. He's in, a, he's in New Jersey. Oh, nice. Okay, so he's listening in. He goes, fish the new hot spot, Sergio's hard bottom. And I said, don't do it, Paul. Don't do it. That's a, <laughs> that's a very, very – although we did have a visitor, didn't we? You know, normally I fish that spot all by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had a visitor, uh, somebody that recognized the boat. So they came and they were drifting it too. So yes, hopefully we did. Uh, Hopefully they won't figure it out the way we have. So, but you know what? That that's what it is. You know, I don't. There it is. I, contrary to popular belief, I do not hold the lease on on the <laughs> Pacific Ocean. <laughs> but the deed, <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. Well, all right. You know, I've, I've learned over I've learned over the years with you is uh, there's nothing better than your hard bottom. <laughs> oh, wow. oh man, you can tell you miss Ben. Anyway, okay, let's get back to the uh, gaff in the head here. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, so so Joey definitely took the gaff handle to the head, and uh, I guess he told Nick, he goes, man, he goes, things went dark for 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 a quick second. 
But uh, so long story short, they did land the fish, mm-hmm. and uh, they they had a digital scale on the boat. Um, you know, they knew this fish was giant. Put it on there, and it came out to uh, it was sixty three point eight pounds. Okay, now, their... now stop there. Sixty three point eight. What is the world record? The world record right now is sixty seven point five pounds. Okay, now the only thing I'm going to tell you guys is this: unfortunately, unfortunately, not all scales are calibrated to IGFA mm-hmm. standards, so you have to have that number one. Um, trying to weigh a fish on the water is very very difficult it, mm-hmm. it, it's not accurate because you know the, the the water's moving so you're moving okay so and very important to get it weighed now it's a good indicator mm-hmm. it could be over it could be under you don't know so but it's a good indicator uh was it weighed yes on uh-huh. the now for the igfa for it to be a legal count you have to actually be on land. On land, okay. You can't do it on the boat unless you're a junior angler. A junior angler is able to weigh a fish on the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little bit different there. Um, so their digital scale was 63 pounds, or uh, 63.98 pounds uh, with that fish. They both looked at each other and they're like, man, we were close. You know, They didn't realize that the IGFA has line class world records. Now they both knew that the you know the the record was 67 and a half pounds, so you know they're thinking, oh, okay, cool, we, you know we got a big fish. Now the way the uh, the long the lone paca diving fish uh, they do the for the derby, it's mainly based off length. So they do you know inches, centimeters, whatever, as far as how long your fish is, um, you know that is to uh, uh, um, that's to win it. But they do also have a uh, a digital scale there just in case they throw it on the scale. Just in case, you know, somebody else brought it, you know, another flatfish that was, you know, was the same length, then they can go off by weight. That would be, you know, the the determining factor there. So, you know, what these guys did was like, man, we want to eat this thing. So they went ahead and they gutted it right there on the boat, you know, kept it fresh, put it on ice, you know, fish for a few more hours and then headed in to go, you know, to get to the way in there. They uh, they put it on the table. Uh, You know, they put it out. uh, This fish was uh, 53 and a half inches long. Um, you know, so, I mean, they, they had first place by a long shot, you know, they're, you know, high fives, whatever. Yeah. We, you know, we won whatever. And then, uh, um, so the judges there, you know, they put it on the scale that they had there. Um, it came out to, uh, it was, uh, 57, uh, 57.7 pounds on the scale on the shore. That's so gutted. that's gutted. Uh huh. That's gutted on the shore. Uh, you know, it's been dead for a while. It's, I mean, it's lost, you know, guts, it's lost blood. Mm-hmm. Um, still a ginormous, you know, California halibut. So from there, you know, ginormous not being a word acceptable in the dictionary. Describing this fish, I think we can make we can make an exception. (laughs) Okay, so any running for any any type of record? Um, Yeah, so uh, so I got wind of this. I seen a a guy posted a picture in one of the uh, uh, one of the saltwater groups, and instantly, you know, my mind's working like, okay, what this fish weigh? I need to find out. I went to the records to reference the records. I actually sent this guy a message and then gave him a call. I said, hey, you know, was this your fish? He goes, no. I was on a kayak, but the guy's name, you know, is Joey. That what that had the was in the picture there. Um, you know, he works at this place. You know, if you want to call him. So instantly, I got on the phone, tracked down, you know, his work, called him at work. You know, luckily he was the guy that answered. And you know, I started talking about the fish. He goes, well, th- it was my boat, but Nick was the one that actually caught it. So I got the whole story from Joey, and I was like, tell me you have a picture of this fish on a digital scale on the land. 
And he goes, well, I don't personally, but, you know, maybe the the foundation that put the, the derby on, maybe they might have some. So, you know, I didn't let it stop there. I pursued them. I sent them messages. I said, is there any way you guys have pictures of this fish on a scale? You know, and, I, and they finally got back to me and said, well, we actually have a, uh, a meeting uh, last night. Um, uh, with you know, a lot of the group members, so we'll ask around, you know, whoever might have it. Sure enough, somebody had a picture with the digital scale. So once I got a hold of that, um, I actually met the guy that runs uh, uh, at the IGFA over there. He runs, you know, he he's the deciding factor of the uh, the records. So I called him. I sent him all the pictures. I said, hey, can this count? Was this enough that you need? He goes, yeah, as long as we have witnesses. He goes, you got everything. And then he asked me. He goes, he goes, did you catch it? I said, no. He goes, well. You're doing all the work for these guys, <laughs> you know. I go, well, you know, that's what I do. So, you know, once I got all the story, uh, everything, I looked it up. Um, I actually gave uh, Nick a call, and uh, you know, he and he, you know, he said the same thing as Joey. He goes, you know, we had no idea that that they actually have line class records. So, being that they caught the fish on sixty pound test, um, they have uh, they have two categories. They have a fifty pound uh, test for IGFA for the halibut and an eighty pound test because. The line they caught it on was 60. It's above that 50-pound limit. Um, it actually bumps it up to 80-pound. And the current standing 80-pound record right now is 47.7 pounds. So he crushes it. He crushed it by 10 pounds, gutted, and you know, and bled, and he okay, still crushed so, it. So as you guys can see, anything can happen at any given time. So mm -hmm. I would highly recommend, and uh, I now have a digital scale. Thank you to Andrew Mack. <laughs> Andrew does. You know, you, you can't go out without a digital scale. I go out all the time. You know, I know I, I try to guess, but I'm terrible at guessing. The well, you know, the, the common thing around here is we say don't say, what is it? Don't say it unless you wait it, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, uh, anyway, so uh, the other thing you need to take is a little tape measure with you. Mm -hmm. Okay, That doesn't hurt. Just stick that in your in your tackle box. Because worst comes to worst, you can take, you know, girth, you can take uh, length and uh, create something. Obviously, with the bluefin tuna, that's the way they're doing it. You can't grab a 200-pound bluefin and try to weigh it on a boat. It just doesn't happen. Okay, so they're, they're measuring it. In fact, uh, Ron, you and I saw a lot of measurements going on on the Ocean Odyssey. We were about a week and a half ago. Yeah, they, they, every fish that came on board, uh, they pretty much, uh, you know, uh, measured it and uh, did the circumference of the belly. And, mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, that's the, that's the newest thing now. And no, it's, sure it's, pre gets... it's pretty accurate within a few pounds. I mean, it can be a little bit over, yeah. a little bit under, but it, it's pretty close. And it gives you a good idea. But since a lot of, I mean, since the fishing is so good, you know, uh, records are there for one thing and one thing only to be broken mm -hmm. okay um so, so i think it's if, you, if you're interested in this kind of thing you got to be prepared some of the things that i would recommend and i know people who actually chase these records i see a lot of guys are fishing two pound tests ron that's you <laughs> in the bays okay mm -hmm. trying to break records and that's all good just remember one thing and you mentioned about lines uh, if you're going to try this stuff, you make sure that you buy a tournament line. Mm -hmm. Okay, tournament line is designed to break specifically at that at that uh, point. For example, if you're fishing 20 pound and you catch a record fish and you have to send in part of your line in, they'll test your line. Chances are your line's at 25 to 30. Okay, they uh, most of the 
uh, fluorocarbon and uh, regular line companies over, actually underrate mm -hmm. uh, their lines. So they say 20, 25, but they break at 30 and 40 sometimes. So Triple uh, X is, is, is known <laughs> for that. But that's why I love Triple oh, yeah. I, I X because oh, yeah. I put it on, it's got the diameter I want, yep. but it's got a strength like no tomorrow. I don't think about records. I just think about landing that fish. Yeah, Iserline so. is like, I mean, that's number one out here. And it's funny because I'll talk to people on the East Coast, mm -hmm. and some of them never heard of it. They're like, well, what's Iserline? I go, you, you serious? You know, yeah. you guys fish for trout in Pennsylvania, you know, out there, and, yeah, and they've but, never but heard of it. Triple X. That, that's oh, it's got to be Triple X. That's the one oh, that yeah. got me. But anyway, so make sure that you, if you're going to go do this, and even if you're not going to do this, and I'm going to start making it a point mm -hmm. the one thing i don't carry uh on the ac sled is a, is a tape measure because i have one you know on the back of the bait tank mm -hmm. to make sure that the fish is legal but i'm talking a, a one that you can actually take out of your, your box and measure length i mean real length mm -hmm. okay uh you never know you, you never know, know and the igfa actually has <laughs> world records for length uh, some of the fish yeah, like, have, uh, like the bluegill red ear okay. um they actually have you know length records so it is important yeah, they have yeah, a catch that. and release category too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not. Uh, well, Sergio, yeah. if you get if you get something that big, I have a tape measure in my bag at all times. So. Well, I'll tell you what. I've released two world records and we've eaten one. <laughs> yeah. And found, um, and found know, out afterwards. Wait, I found out afterwards that I released those two and we did weigh it, and um, weighed all three fish and. I just can't believe that, you know, one we ate, we filleted and we ate. Um, Did it taste any better? You know, I, and I'm not a fish eater, but it was pretty good. <laughs> Knowing that it was a golden ever. spotted Ooh. bass, okay, out of Cedrus. Yeah, I was there. Okay. Um, and and I, I crushed it by like three or four pounds. Wow. Then I caught on the inside of the Long Beach break wall, we were fishing on the Gale so I want to say we were lobster hooping and I go I don't you know somebody you can have my pole I don't care I just want to fish okay mm -hmm. I love fishing at night off of there so it was a grass rockfish oh wow okay uh, just around seven pounds and the records like six so uh, again it was weight on the water but pretty pretty mm -hmm. close and then the other one was a barracuda back in the day now the barracuda since then has been shattered but um, <coughs> I was on the freelance and we were fishing Catalina and it was just a monster. It was just a monster. And it was Barracuda and right sh around 14 pounds. Okay, yeah. Now the record's like 16. But yeah, that's that, a log. That was a log and we knew it. I, I got jackpot. So it, it was good, you know. And um, it, we're coming home and, and Norris was the captain. He goes, you know what? Just that it's just. Don't, don't fillet that one. Just keep it whole. Let's weigh it when we get back to the Balboa Bay Club. And, uh, well, we're coming back, and Marty, he comes up, and he goes, Serge, you won the jackpot. Congratulations. He goes, uh, out of courtesy, here's your, your fish filleted. And I go, Marty, I don't eat fish. <laughs> and he goes, we were going to weigh it. Well, not anymore. So, oh jeez, I just uh, caught on. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so what happened was, so somebody, somebody had a scale. It wasn't digital, but it was a scale. It was right around 14 pounds. Look at my note, and the record at that point was like 10. Wow. So, but I always said, you know, 
Sergeant, do you want to be known for a barracuda, a gold, a, 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 a spot, spotted, bass. spotted bass, or grass rockfish? Negative. Yellowtail and calico, calico. bass. That, that's the ones that calico I bass. always said I try not to kill calico bass. Uh, I, I, go to, I go to every length possible to make sure these fish are released, uh, you know, safely. But if I catch that world record, unfortunately, that one's dying. That's the importance <laughs> of having that equipment on the boat where if you know what the world record is and you have a digital scale or whatever, then you can make that decision. And measurements. And measurements. And measurements. You know, tuna, we have all yeah. that. And, you know, we measure when you go up to Alaska and British Columbia, they measure all your halibut because um, you have slot limits. So it's all good. All right. I hear the music. I hear the music. When we come back. Ron, I want to hear about uh, the school that's coming up this week. And if you got spots available, it's uh, I'm being asked if we have spots. Okay, so when we come back, we'll talk about that. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, Angler Chronicles. This time I'll go where she wants me to go. Radio. Hey everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. So uh, I'm going to see who can run away. <laughs> All right, uh, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA, and you know, you, for a second there, you got me. You got me thinking, Mac. You you looked up the IGFA record. Mm -hmm. What is it on Barracuda? Uh, the Pacific Barracuda for the IGFA is 9 pounds, 8 ounces, caught in Ensenada. Okay, but you just showed me 15 pounds. 15, 15 is the California state record Barracuda. 
So basically, so, guys, I'm telling you right now, there's bigger Barracuda than oh, nine yeah. pounds out there. So, you know, it's time. It's time. Let's break that record, okay? Yeah. That record was said, <laughs> what, in 2013, you 2013, said? 2013, yeah. Okay, IGFA. Well, that's all well, tackle. You know, how, many, how many, places, many places can you go to right now that you can catch almost every fish that's, you know, anything out there in the ocean from from uh, San Diego all the way up to Oxnard? I mean, it's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, no, but I'm I'm back on that barracuda thing. Mm-hmm. That's doable. I, I, I'm looking. At, you ought it's to see. Rick, you ought to see Rick's Rick's eyes just flared up. Just, <laughs> no, I'm retired a, now. Uh-huh. I can go and look for a record. AC sled might get a record. Go chase that down. Yeah. The question is, where would you go? I I'd probably go more towards an island than than the local. San Clemente, uh, Catalina, East End. I I. Guy Catalina would be the one mm-hmm. that I would uh, count in the front in the front side. That exactly. That's where I've caught the mo- the biggest ones. The, in the back side, they're always smaller. Mm-hmm. On the front side, you see some of the bigger ones, and I think it's the channel that, that, that occurs. But anyway, listen, great stuff, and Ron's right. I mean, right now, Southern California is on fire. Yes, and, sir. Well, I, maybe I shouldn't say that because yeah. it's on fire. But <laughs> uh, the fishing, the fishing is simply <laughs> amazing. Okay, we've got everything from you know, world record halibut up north, yep. all the way down to bluefin and yellowtail and dorado. Um, even some uh, wahoo I've heard, you know, on some of the longer range boats. So that, that, that's been going on. I do want to mention, you mentioned dorado before I forget. Uh, right now, the, the ladies only tournament mm-hmm. at the Van Warmer Resorts at a Hotel Plumas of Cortez is going on. And our dear friend, Christy Shedd, Okay, from AFCO, she caught a, I believe, a 53-pound Dorado. Ooh, wow, that's but a that's good nothing. big bull. That's nothing. Yeah, another team, bull. Team Encantada, that's mm. her team. They're the other, another team caught one that was 57 Jeez. pounds. These are bull Dorados. Big bulls. Yeah, this is, um, it's, so, so you know, we, we see, uh, I showed Rhonda that, I because her biggest is 28, she always brags about it. I go, here, this one's half the size. Of the, <laughs> uh, the, the one you caught was half the size, so... Um, congratulations to all the ladies. Today's day two. We'll see what day two brings. It's a, it's a great event. It's ladies only, okay? And it started a couple of years ago, and um, it's just growing and growing That's and growing. Awesome. You get a lot of local teams doing it. I believe it teams of two and three, okay, So or even four. And uh, the ladies have a good time. And I'm telling you, they're going to put some of these guys to shame. Keep in mind that it was we're talking 53 and 57. Mm-hmm. The Dorado shootout was last weekend. Mm-hmm. It was won by a 46. Wow. Talk about yeah. a little early. So the lady Not, anglers are showing up. Uh, well, I about everybody yeah, else. It, it's also, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and, and that's, that's what happens. You know, it's all about dedication mm-hmm. and timing, timing, timing. Somebody told me once it's better to be lucky than good. I have to attest to that. I've got stories I could tell you when you just grab your head and you want to pull your hair out. Let me let me, say, let me share one with you. We're fishing in a kelp, okay, on the outside of a kelp on a party boat. Okay, we got an anchovy. It's back in the day. And what do we always tell people? Fresh bait. Mm-hmm. You don't get bit in the first three or four minutes. Change your baits. Change your baits. Okay, so, yeah, you're changing your bait. You're catching all the calicos you want. There was this kid, okay, teenager, refused to do anything on a dropper loop, not fly line like everybody else. 
on a dropper loop with rigor mortis set in <laughs> uh, anchovies. <laughs> and you know what he well, got? Well, on the, on the Helena. Hold on a second. Let me tell this finished story. He gets a giant white sea bass. Oh, wow. And, and you tell me there was any rhyme or reason? Nope. So <laughs> that's when I say lucky better than good and on a rental rod by the way oh geez all right go ahead ron <laughs> well yeah on the helena and all that out there uh, it is the nicest looking uh, anchovies i've seen in a while yeah that that that's uh, very unique i mean we're seeing more and more anchovy in the mix um i don't know if that's just what they're targeting or if that's what's coming up um beautiful sardines we had gorgeous sardines gorgeous, on yeah. monday okay uh, of course you didn't even touch one they were eating the rubber so well, Sergio. It was it was hard to come off of it. Uh, we were out there with those FS plastics, and they were just chewing them up. They were chewing them up. It was good. I mean, there were points where I mean, literally, this would happen. I would drop down because I was using a, a dropper loop. The minute it hit the bottom or bel or just before, okay, we were getting bit. Instant. Instant. Okay, wow. it was crazy, and it, it, real crazy. So. Real good stuff there. Um, and no, Paul, you cannot fish my area. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, where were we? Where were we? Where were we? We were talking about uh, uh, the schools. You have a school coming up. Are we? Oh, yeah, right. Ron, we got a school this yeah. week. Talk to me. We do. We're on, uh, we're on board the uh, awesome and always entertaining sport king out of L.A. Waterfront with uh, Captain Bruce Root. And I do have three spots left. Okay, guys, you heard so, it there. Three spots. Uh, what's the phone number? It's uh, area code 714-969-9750. And in case you haven't listened what Sergio said, there's tuna out by Catalina. So uh, last time we were with um, Sport King, there was tuna out by Catalina, and we ended up getting some. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's what it is, obviously, but it is fishing. But with what's going on out there, yeah, uh, if we're yeah, going, I'd rather I'd rather pay eighty dollars than three hundred sixty nine dollars and catch a tuna. Maybe, maybe. You know no, I mean? okay, but here, here's the point. Um, it'll be a three core day trip. I can guarantee you, we'll go over. We'll go across the island, and once you're at the island, anything can happen. So they got good yellowtail going on, and um, good bass fishing as well. So a lot of good surface. Maybe even get that barracuda that's fourteen pounds. It's <laughs> yep. out there. Or over yeah. nine. Or, <laughs> or over over nine. Over nine, nine, nine is doable. They've been biting a Catalina too, those barracuda. Yeah. Yeah. So that is again that's or or like that one trip we ended up getting into all the white sea bass as well. So remember that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yep. we, in fact Ron, I mean Ron was like on fire that one that time. He was just just going crazy so yeah all right so that uh three spots on the uh, now uh, th that's that's our limited load to 20 right yeah we're only and that's the other thing yeah people we forget that gonna yeah, well there's gonna be there's yeah. gonna be 22 people there's gonna be sergio and i and then 20 of our best friends mm -hmm. fishermen so you know, yeah. you, you can't beat that. Come on, guys. All right, so 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 let me let me just reiterate that because people don't don't realize that gem right there. You get to go with only twenty people. Okay, wow. that's it. Because Ron and I, I mean, I I hang out, you know, in the background a lot of times. And we don't fish full bore, but um, 
20 guys limited load for the same price of a roping party. So you're not going with 30 or 35, okay? So keep that in mind. You get to go with us and go have some fun. So hopefully uh, you'll be able to join us. How many spots? Two or three? Three. Three spots. Okay, so that's a trio. Father, son, and uh, little tyke. Okay, that'd be perfect. And, and the only reason we have that is because we all, we always have the cancellation. So yeah. and that is the only reason because this trip was sold out last week. So yeah. All right. So that's why we were mentioning it now. Get on it and come and join us. All right. Uh, let me see. That was that trip. And then after that one, what do we got coming up, Ron? Anything? Well, we got that? Lake Elsinore. We have a, a, a catfish seminar out at Lake Elsinore, and it starts at 7 a.m. And that's when? Uh, you just show up at Lake Elsinore and pay the entry fee there. Okay, when is and that one? we'll have a short seminar and be able to sample some of the bobber's wares, you know, the food that's out there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're free to go fishing out there. Okay, when is that? It's on August 7th. August 7th, okay. All right, perfect. And then we're returning to Davy's Locker this year. And it will be a twilight trip, and I want to get everybody to make a great showing. I love twilight trips uh, out at, in Davies Locker. It's on the Western Pride, and that's on August 9th. And you will call the landing for that one. And it's 949-673-1434. And let's, let's get on that boat. Let's fill it up with some Angler Chronicles people and just have a good time. And they are going to extend it for us. Normally, they leave at... Um, uh, six uh, seven o'clock, but it's going to be six thirty p.m. and they're going to extend it coming back, so it'll be after midnight before we get home. All right, sounds good to me. Sounds I think I might good. be coming on that trip. I haven't fished a, a twilight in a I long time. No, they're so much fun. Yeah. So twilight should we make it a right. bass rod only, Sergio, for any Angler Chronicles crew? I'll tell you what. Hey, we could. How about this? Eight-pound test only. <laughs> oh, there hey, we go. I'm in. Uh, it's funny you said that, Sergio, because on the Helena, there was a guy. You know, there, there was no kelp where we were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he goes, you know what? I'm going to go to six-pound. Yeah, it's the old school. There's nothing to obstruct. And he was on fire. So if you can get away with light line, let's do it. All right. All right, listen, i got less than a minute to go, so uh, we'll take our, uh, our short break. I'm going to try to get a hold of Steve. Steve's traveling, and he's letting me know right now that he could be available for the first uh, 10 minutes of the show. I'd love to get some of the feedback from my cast. From him, I've got uh, Danny Jackson, the sheriff's coming on board as well. It's all good. It's getting busy here. Okay, we're going to take our first break. Hour number two coming up is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. We'll be right back. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Views Alto is the vape as unique as the back roads you ride. With Views by You, you can choose from four colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. Make Views Alto a vape that is yours in store now. Discover more at Views.com. Views, charge beyond. Vapor products, underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted dates 21 and over tobacco consumers. 
When the game starts, the betting doesn't stop at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Live betting is fast-paced and gives you a chance to pick up some value as the game unfolds. Whether you're looking to find plus money opportunities, hedge your bets, or invest more in your favorites, live betting at Bet Rivers delivers an exciting sports betting experience. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Playable only in states where Bet Rivers is licensed and in New Jersey at Play Sugar House. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. You hear this song, it means one thing, one thing only. It's the sheriff. The sheriff, I'm going to come real fast to you. Because I also have Captain Don Ashley from Pierport Landing there. So, uh, Danny, good morning. Good morning, sir. Jill. Let me put you on hold for just a second. Let me go to Captain Don Ashley from Pierpoint Landing. Good morning, Donnie. Good morning, guys. As always, a beautiful day in paradise. All right. So tell me, tell me, tell me something good. Well, I'm going to start off with the good part. The good part is... You can take a kid fishing for free out of Pierpoint on weekdays and go on a half-day boat. We've been doing this for about 25 years. We didn't do it last year because of the pandemic, but this year we're doing it, and it's really, really successful. A child can uh, go fishing with one paid adult on the weekdays on a half-day boat. Yesterday we had 17 kids come out fishing. So it's, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be your son. It can be a neighbor. It can you know, just whoever it is. We had grandparents. It's fantastic. Get the kids out fishing and get them hooked on fishing. Get them off the street. Get them away from the computer. That's right. Don't buy them a tackle. Buy them a tackle box, not an Xbox. <laughs> okay, excellent. Well, listen. I know that the fishing's been really, really good. Catalina local fishing. A lot of barracuda. Are you still seeing the barracuda locally? Yes, and you know we're just really excited. It's been several years since we've had a barracuda bite as consistent as this one, and. On, there's a couple of days last week where the water rolled over and they didn't bite and we loaded up on bottom fish and sculpin and, and the next day they bit again and when the barracuda bite the sand bass bite and the calico bass so it's been really good fishing uh, a lot of action a lot of good tasty fish and the enterprise has been going every day six o'clock three quarter day and some days he's been uh, just staying here and filling the bags the other day he's been catching the fish here, then going over to Catalina and catching some yellowtail and fish over there. And there's bluefin. There's bluefin tuna between here and Catalina. They don't always bite, but we've had a couple of days where the three-quarter day boat had big spots of bluefin, and we're able to catch a couple of 35, 40-pounders. It's just nice, good summertime fishing right now. It's time to get out there and go for it. That's exactly true. Exactly. Now, you also got the Tornado. What's the Tornado doing? Tornado's been fishing overnight. Most nights he's been fishing the island, San Clemente. 
good good yellowtail fishing. Not so much on the bass, but lots of bottom fish and white fish. And because he's out there, he's seen a lot of bluefin. Some days they'll stop on the bluefin and catch them with the big ones. Other days they go to the island and they stop on the way back and catch them. In fact, up off of the west end of the island, a lot of the San Diego long rainbows have been camped out there upon the, the bigger bluefin. So all in all, it's, I don't know, it's hard to say what it's like in the past because we usually don't have this kind of bluefin people hear about in the old days in the 30s 40s 50s for the bluefin mm-hmm. we never had uh, the numbers like we're catching these and i think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's just better gear better technology but some fantastic uh, bluefin fishing going on okay no i agree uh, and also you know um if you're going to go out on a three-quarter now you got to warn people you better bring that one rod you know that one <laughs> rod because these bluefin are not small they're not 15 pounders not 20s they're in the 60s 70s 80s plus so you never know you have to be prepared okay um all right uh donnie what's the best way of getting a, a hold of you and uh and, and getting going here when you go to our website, everything's pretty much prepaid. You can book online, pierpoint.net, or you can call the landing, 562-983-9300, and talk to a live person. They can give you more information. But schedule us. Weekdays, the half-day boat goes at 10 o'clock. Kids fish free every Monday through Friday. On the weekend, he has two trips, 6.30 and 12.30. And the Enterprise goes every single day at 6 o'clock. And uh, the Tornado, he called for the up-to-date schedule. I know he's out today, and he has a little bit of room tonight. He stay, uh, you know, listen to Angler's Chronicle and get all the latest information. But definitely take advantage of the good fishing. Get out there in the fresh air. That's your best bet. You, you do have to have some uh, mass requirements if you're inside the galleys or inside the office and stuff. But still, being out in the fresh air is very, very safe. and Very healthy. Get you out there. Get yeah. out there, it's healthy, it's the way to go. And I'm going to throw one more thing out there to my favorite athlete. I, I, I was hoping you'd do that. I was hoping you'd do that. Go ahead. They won. They won in a championship. Uh, it was fantastic. And now they're on a roll. And the season's starting to give. La Liga starts. Actually, they already yeah, have. For, for those, I mean, we got a lot of people that don't realize what you and I, we have a little secret code here. We're talking about. Lionel Messi. Messi uh, finally was able to, well, not finally, he won another championship, this time with Argentina, with the Copa America. And I think even the Brazilians were uh, were rooting for him, okay, because uh, he's getting towards the end of his career. And, right. And um, it was good. All right, Donnie, you and I are big fans of Messi and big fans of Barcelona, obviously me, Argentina, so it's all good. You go enjoy. The league is starting up. Um Congratulations to Italy for winning uh, UEFA. So that was good, too. Donnie, have a good one, my friend, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, and everybody be safe, be healthy, and get out there and do something. Take your kids fishing, take your friends fishing. Go fishing. All right, thanks, brother. All right, uh, let me see. Do we have him uh, yet? We're trying to get a hold of Steve. Good morning, Dan. Okay, Steve Carson is calling me from Orlando. Steve Carson. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Waiting for the airport shuttle, but I had to check in and uh, tell you guys how awesome this thing was. I got a little bit of show voice, Mm -hmm. which I haven't had in about two years. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So so it's nice to get that back, too. Um, And it's good to just see everybody. It's good to uh, 
to see the fishing industry come together. There's a, you know, a few countries couldn't show up, but uh, we, you know, we journeyed on and um, hopefully, knock on, I'm knocking on wood, you can't see it, I'm knocking on my head, um, we'll be totally back to normal with the show next year, but it was about, I'm going to say 75% That's pretty um, good. attendance and, and exhibitors. And it was, you know, lots of cool new stuff, lots of cool people. I found out there's two famous TV fishermen I can recognize from the back. I don't even have to see their face. Bill Dance and you. <laughs> well, I, I, I hope that's good. That means, that means have a good butt or what? Uh, I, it just means, means it's a familiar sight for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, I know you're trying to get your shuttle. Uh, uh, notable, uh, first of all, congratulations. I thought you were representing Penn, and Penn got, won an award for best saltwater reel. Is that it? Or? Well, no, unfortunately, we, did. we, as part of Penn, did not win anything this year. Pure Fishing won nine oh, awards, which Pure is fishing. the parent company. Okay, well. And yeah. including, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, nine, in nine different uh, categories, and then also Berkeley, um, one of our sister companies, won the overall best of show with a, a soft plastic lure, uh, mainly for freshwater now, called the Gilly. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, the larger size of the Gilly, it, it's, a, it's a plastic bluegill. I couldn't remotely describe it other than it's really amazing. Um, but the larger size would certainly be good for calicos and, and such like that. And... Um, you, you can kind of look at the colors. The colors may have uh, freshwater names like bluegill or or sunfish or something like that, and you can just decide, you know, well that's a well that's a perch, mm-hmm. and um, it and there definitely are larger saltwater sizes coming. The uh, the category manager told me that, and so when you see this this uh, Berkeley gilly, if you can find one, mm, yeah, because <laughs> people just went crazy over it, uh, right. it's going to be a pretty cool lure. Well, listen. What I'm expecting is to hear a full rundown next week. You're going to be in. Uh, you're going to be in next week, right? That, actually, it'll be the week following, and okay. then yes, you can. You can have a full rundown. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we'll get one from Ben next week, and then one from you the following week. Because um, I, I know I saw I saw Ben one time. Uh-huh. I went I went by his booth a couple times. I saw him once. He was there. He was working hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also did see some pictures of a party that he was at, so I'll make sure that he describes that for you. Ah, <laughs> okay. Okay, see? The, the cat's away, the mice are playing, uh-huh. huh? <laughs> all right. And did you see Tony at all? I did see Tony, and I, I, I kind of felt bad because our booth was super busy. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, much like, again, much like the Fred Hall Show, imagine the Fred Hall Show on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and you know, and how jammed in people get in the booth, and you know, everybody wants to tell you their story about you know whatever fish it was they caught, and you know, and you're politely listen to all of them, and um, yeah, so I, I saw him briefly, talked to him, said hello, and uh, but but the booth was jammed, so I didn't really get to talk to him for very long. No, okay. but he was there. He he absolutely gets an attendance start. There you go. There you go. He was there. I love it. Okay, well, listen, uh, Steve, I'll let you be. I'll let you go. uh, Get ready. And then when you get back into town, we'll talk this week, okay? Looking forward to it. All right, thank you. Steve Carson, the director of Penn Fishing University. Thank you, coming from ICAST in Orlando. Okay, Danny Jackson, I'm sorry, but you always rank, and you rank very, very high, but... I have these callers <laughs> calling in, you know. I just, um, you know, I want to make sure they go through you. You're the litmus test. 
did they pass? Well, Sergio, first of all, you know, it's that, it's that time of year. I mean, it's it's July, it's a, uh, July, August, September is the time all fishermen love. I mean, it, there's lots of activity. You know, I love it when uh, uh, Don Ashley calls in from Pier Point, and of course Steve Carson is our good friend. And but anyway, um, no, that's quite all right. Um, Actually, you know what, Danny, I can hear the music (laughs) in the background, so hold on to that thought, and when we come back around, we'll do the whole thing with you. Okay, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30 Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Why settle for one boat when you can have access to nearly 20 in Huntington Beach and San Diego? With a Freedom Boat Club membership, enjoy fishing, water sports, and exploring local waterways aboard late model boats from top brands. Call 888-781-7363 today to learn about our one-time entry fee, low monthly membership dues, and three free months when you join the club. That's 888-781-7363 or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio. AME 30. Welcome back, everyone. Angels Radio, AME 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And you know, I'm out with you, Danny Jackson. On the AC sled, on, and now and now on the, uh, what do we call it? The AC three. But what are we calling it, Danny Jackson? I forgot. Well, I'm just calling it the AC three because that's what Freedom Boat Club calls it. But um, well, you know, well, we, we get we get the, the luge. The luge, okay. You guys the like luge. that? The AC luge. <laughs> that's pretty good. Or the AC luge. toboggan. There it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or well, sleigh. No, we had a, sleigh. We had a, we had the barge. a yeah. Go ahead. Oh, not the barge. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but uh, well, you know, we call it hard bottom. What's that, Ron? Yeah, hard bottom. Well, that's where it was yesterday, as a matter of fact. Okay. All right. Let, let me circle back. Okay. Danny Jackson, you were on the AC three, which is the new Defiance twenty-two footer from uh, uh, Freedom Boat Club, and you were fishing where? Be careful. Well, Be bottom. very, very <laughs> careful. <laughs> I know. Be very, well, very around around the container ships. There's about 20 miles of container ships mm-hmm. right now, but but no, not that much. That much. Did first it pay all, off? Sergio, I, first of all, yes, it did. I'll get to that in a second. I, I just want to say I'm glad, so glad you're feeling better, Sergio, because mm-hmm. I talked to you a couple of days ago. You were a low one, and and uh, I'm I'm just glad you're back there and. Things are yeah, down. so, so let, me, let me not, yeah, so people don't get uh, the wrong idea. What happened was I got a sinus infection on Sunday, 
Okay, in fact, remember you? Yeah, on Monday you were. We went out on Monday. Then, then it just hit me hard. Um, But now I'm fine. Now I mean, I can a little nasally still, but I feel strong. Uh, But I felt it hit me hard for a couple of days. Poor Andrew was trying to get a hold of me. I did not answer. So (laughs) anyway, so all good. All good. All good. That's good. That's good, Sergio. You're sounding good. No, uh, I just want to say also you're talking about Barracuda, Big Barracuda. You remember the trip? You know, we, we had some really good trips, and we'll continue to do so out of Cedars. And one trip we were on the south end of Cedars, they're headed for St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. And remember those, we had a school of Barracuda, and they were all double, they were double-digit fish. I mean, Every that, single that just, one. Yeah. Every single one. And so, yeah, Barracuda can get pretty large. <laughs> Yeah, no, you remember remember, remember so, what we said? I mean, because, uh, you know, for folks, for you guys to understand, uh, Danny and I go way back to the days of the freelance out of Newport, uh, out of Davies Locker. And um, barracuda fishing was something that we actually targeted. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we'd go over, we'd go over to Cedros and we've got these 10 plus pounders hitting Jeez. our jigs. And we're shaking them off because we're trying to get to the yellowtail. Remember that? And I'm going, yeah, we, right. we, we kept looking at each other once in a while like, hmm, these are good <laughs> barracuda. These <laughs> are nice. You know? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I you say barracuda, and uh, Danny Jackson lights up. He can't. We call him the jig slinger for a reason. He mm-hmm. can't wait to go throw a jig. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been heaven for you this little summer, huh? Well, it has. You know, Don Ashley mentioned that. Um, this really seriously, and I, I've kept up with Barracuda all my life. And, yeah, back in the 80s and 90s, we had some good runs. And really not since then have we had one that's lasted, what, six or eight weeks here now. And uh, and it continues to go on. Uh, so, yeah, I'm happy about that. But yesterday, I didn't want to – I didn't. I actually didn't target Barracuda yesterday. Carrie and I went out on the, the AC3 to, and, and – uh, Nachos Barge has got sardines and anchovies, and and we went out and and we just had a great day. We had so much fun. In fact, there was one time we were we were we were catching uh, um, sand bass, and we didn't have one short, not one short all all morning. We were drifting right up next to this this container ship, <laughs> and uh, we, it said something shipping on it, and we got we were getting bit right next to the G, and I told Terry, I said. Let's go right back to the G. You know that was that was our uh, marker. I said, as long as that ship doesn't move, we're, we're we got it made. You know, we had a great day yesterday, Sergio, and and a lot of fun. Uh, no real grumpies, you know, like four or five pounds, but they were certainly all more than legal fish. And and you know, unlike you, Sergio, um, of course your policy is release every bass. That's your policy. That's not my policy. And because we eat fish, and we did take a few home because Jack and Carrie wanted to have some fish last night. So, But um, the good fishing, I mean, not good fishing, great fishing. Um, yeah, so anyway, it, it was real good, Sergio. But, you know, uh, Freedom Boat Club has got two of those Defiance pilot houses now and also a Parker uh, pilot house. Of course, how many center consoles they got? They got two. Yeah, AC. well, I mean, we got two AC sleds. We have the AC one and the AC two. I primarily take the two, but the AC one's where we all got started. And then uh, we have the, now the Defiance, the AC three, luge sleigh. Because we can say sled and sleigh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, we got to come up with something. 
Um, yeah. So we got three boats. So with with our uh, logos on it out there, which is kind of cool. Um, I'll be on it on Monday. Okay. I think I'm gonna do a solo mission. Okay, because I'm gonna go try some new areas. I don't want anybody to know if it's good. <laughs> I'd have to kill somebody. Keep no secret. Uh, so it's all good. It's all good. Uh, Danny, what do we have uh, on TV? Well, we've got a special episode. This is one that was we did during an El Nino year. It was Legends of the Freelance. Oh, and Sergio, this is a trip that that you put together. You know, it was uh, the old uh, freelance crew or. Who, the old guard, as I like to use it. The old guard. Yeah, the yeah. old guard, yeah. It was uh, yeah, anybody absolutely. that was on that boat prior to 19, what did we say, 1996, 97? Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, so anybody of, after 96, 97 wasn't allowed on the boat, although we did have yeah, a stowaway. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a stowaway. But, um, no, it was uh, a lot of us in the 80s when we were fishing the mid-channel oil rigs for yellows a lot of your um, listeners remember those days but it's an excellent one we had uh, uh, yellowfin tuna six miles off of uh, Laguna Beach as Don Brockman points out and we had 80 of those and we went up to the pipe and got I don't know 20 or 30 of those big uh, uh, yellows home guard type. well not home guard they were very pelagic but but um, big fish a lot of yellowtail and Dorado we got Dorado so it it's a you know especially for this time of year it's an exciting episode, and Sergio that that show will premiere tomorrow morning at eight thirty on Valley Sports West. And then of course it will air five times during the week, and so we're looking forward to that, Sergio. Yeah, if you guys want to if you guys want to pay attention to some of the names, you'll see. I mean, you'll see Sharif, you'll see uh, Damon Davis, uh, you'll see let's see Craig Beaker. Um, uh, who else here? Um, well, you know, Rudy Padilla, who's now a captain aboard Rudy. the Freelance, oh, yeah, we, he we, was just a deckhand. Well, we, t- we took Rudy because we needed somebody to work the deck, okay? So <laughs> yeah, we, right, right. We, we right. took Rudy and we took Nick, uh, was the other, the only two that were allowed to go. Uh, and Nick simply because he knew the more of the boat. You know, Donnie's been off the boat so long, he didn't, wasn't familiar. Although we did have Don Brockman drive the boat. Oh, wow. And I want you to, you guys get an idea that Don Brockman... And we had how many captains? We had three captains on the boat at least. Norris Tap flew well, in from I, uh, Texas. We had uh, was Corby was on there, was he? Corby was there. Jack Lester was there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there were several captains. Chris Goble was there. Yeah. Um, so all the names that you would identify with Davy's Locker, we were all there. Bunch of legends. Yeah. That that's what we called it, the legends of the of the freelance. It was really a, a great episode. It was great for us to all come together, and it, and some of you old timers, if you remember uh, going three quarter during the week, you'll you'll see Gary Brannon. I mean, Gary, he owned that galley. It was you and him, uh, Danny. Uh, in yeah, the galley, that's right. <laughs> okay, in those days, and and Gary was there, and he flew from Michigan for this trip, and it was really a a, a very good trip uh, i saw a lot of tears that you're not going to see on tv yeah, okay yeah. Uh, right, when people right. saw themselves again so very cool well, thank you the, yeah because of the memories of course and now just one quick one last quick one uh you know rusty it's so i'm so glad that to see him uh, develop into a the captain that he is now so mm-hmm. it's, and such it's a good kid good. you know he's a good kid yeah very good you know very he's, good. he's yes. helped us at angler chronicles a few times he's come out and 
uh, gone fishing with us um, on on the Freedom Boat Club. So I appreciate that. Yeah, right on, right on. Very okay. cool. All right, thank you, Jackson. You bet. You guys have a great weekend. And nice checking in here, Sergio. All right, thank you. All, All right, right. let me go here. We got a call in from Long Beach Sport Fishing. I got Steve Phelps. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing? I'll tell you, it's good. Oliver's not here, so you won't get no mention of anything <laughs> that you don't want to hear, okay? So oh, not... I get a day off. I get a day off. <laughs> uh, I won't say a word about ice, ice, baby. Too. I mean, I could play. <laughs> no, man. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew already has it queued up on his phone. No, we will not do that. Let's not do that to Steve Phelps. Okay, Steve Phelps. All right. Um, it's been a great week, and it's only getting better. So have at it. Tell us what's going on at Long Beach Sport Fishing. Well, the Eldorado's been doing doing really well, uh, limiting out on those big vermilion chuckleheads, getting a few lean cod, a few sea bass and yellowtail still in the mix. A little, little different than the epic fishing for sea bass we had last week, but they're still doing their thing, you know, loading up loading up the anglers with uh, sack limits of those big reds and, you know, like I said, uh, a few link cod. Oh, whitefish, can't forget those. So they're they're biting, guys. So if you want to jump on the El Dorado, now is the time. Um, book online, longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online or give us a call, 562-432-8993. Fishing's really good now, guys. Get out. Get out in the fresh air like Mr. Ashley said. It, it, it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong right now. So if you're just sitting on the couch, uh, wrong place to be. If you like fishing, right now is the time to go. And everybody waits for the weekend. This is the time to call your boss and say, uh, sorry, uh, my arm's in a cast. I can't go in. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, you know, yeah, if they call you, sorry, I'm on the other line. Uh -huh. um, all those. But during the week is is a good time to go. You got less of a crowd, right, uh, Steve? And, and yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's really easy to book. I mean, you just now you don't even have to call and talk to anybody. So if you don't want to talk to Steve Phelps, you don't have to. <laughs> okay, you can go book online, right? Exactly, exactly. But I, I would like to mention the weekends are selling out pretty fast, guys. So if you are one of those guys that you know can't call in sick during the week, weekends are kind of booking up quick so you guys um you know plan ahead you know i've had a lot of calls for weekends and they've been selling out during the week it's been been really light it's actually it's actually been a little tougher to even get out during the week so um if you guys can call in call in let's get 13 14 15 guys and go fishing okay steve do me a favor hold on to that i, I gotta go to a break i can hear it. we'll come back and we'll we'll close up with you all right, okay. stay with me. Uh, Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. We're right back. Radio. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts, 
or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your set of fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Well, this thing called love is called fishing, and this is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles, and... Steve, i got to put you on hold just for a second because I know I've got a captain coming in from uh, the sat phone, uh, Rick Scott okay. on the Ocean Odyssey. Rick, good morning. Just a second is all I'm worthy of. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> no, the, the second was for Steve. That Steve's being gracious and giving you some time here so we can get you since you're on the sat phone. Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey. Talk to me, dude. Drifting on our first kelp, we got a little over 50 yellowtail for morning so far. And oh, hold on a second. 50 or 15? 50, 5-0. Wow. Probably like 55. Wow. Wow. It's 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> I haven't even copied yet. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm only yeah. on cop number two. <laughs> found a kelp while it was still dark so we hung out waited till the sun came up and boy when that came up it was ugly down there they were wrangling and tangling oh man that means that means rom would have gotten on the fish i'd, I'd still i'd just be waking up right now <laughs> i probably would have missed yeah, that's them that's right guess yeah. who we have on the boat today who's on the boat guess who we have on the boat today who's on the boat ortiz fishing expeditions uh also benny ortiz oh, ben ortiz very. Benny and Andre. Yeah, Benny and Andre. Andre, Andre is actually the one that put it all together. But yeah, we have Benny and Andre on the boat today. You see how how this thing is growing? You know, uh, Ben used to be one of my instructors for Ronnie uh, on the Owner Hooks Fishing Schools, and then he became, then uh, Andre was his little boy. I mean, we used to just fish with him. I mean, teach him, and now Andre's putting together these these trips. It's just unbelievable. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah. All right, so um, you got a beautiful Dorado this week. Uh, it looks like things are changing from tuna to yellowtail and Dorado. Yeah, so we got yellowtails and Dorado starting to move in. Uh, that was, what, two trips ago with the Angler X. We had really good yellowtail fishing. 
Um, we only had one Dorado, I think, on that trip. But the last trip, we had like 22 Dorado and uh, some nice yellowtail. Wow. So uh, it's looking up. Things are looking up here. Hopefully, some yellowfin will start moving in here and getting us some kelps. Yellowfin tuna kelp. It'd be fun. Okay, so the bluefin have traveled further north, correct? Yeah, bluefin are north. Um, I think with this full moon, we, we know where they're at. There's still a lot of them, but I think with this full moon, it's just got to shut down. And mm-hmm. Maybe we, after we get on the downside of this moon, that stuff will start to bite again. And we're on one day one day trips here. That fish has moved out a little bit farther than we want to be on a one day trip. So okay. we got one day trip today, one day trip tomorrow. So we'll be down here fishing this. Uh, Okay, well, listen, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, Can I ask you, what's the water temp where you're at now? Um, Right where we're at right now is 73.4. I was right here (laughs) a few days ago, it was 74.3. So down about a degree from what it was the other day. Can I bring Mr. Bubbles and take a bubble bath? (laughs) In the bait tank? In the bait tank. No, this is cool. This is cool, Rick. all right, Rick, I know you don't have many openings, but uh, when do you have any openings? Um, I think there's one trip in maybe September that has a couple openings. Other than that, I think it's August, or uh, excuse me, October. Well, and the reason is the fishing is good, so you got to book now. Okay, like Steve uh, from Long Beach was saying, you got to book. If you don't book, you don't go. And uh, they do sell out. Okay, so Rick Scott, the best way to get a hold of the Ocean Odyssey is what? Log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com, book right online, or give Dean a call at 619-889-4535, and she'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions, uh, take your reservation, all that good stuff. Excellent. Well, listen, continue the good fight, my friend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it. Take okay, some pictures. Talk to you next week. <laughs> Take some pictures. Um, I'm trying. All right. Yeah, uh, with the way it was this morning, there was no picture taken. Oh, no, it's crazy. 50 <laughs> yellow tail already. Wow. That's insane. All right, go get it done, Rick. We'll talk to you next week, bud. Okay. All right. You got it. Take care. All right. Listen, uh, Rick's got Ocean Odyssey. Unbelievable. Hey, Steve, sorry about that, my friend. I, I But I know he's on the sad phone. I wanted to give him that, um, that, that uh, courtesy. No, no problem. Sat phone's expensive, guys. Oh uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> let me let me tell you something. You know, um, we got you on the phone. I, I promised you that I would not, I would not tease you, okay? <laughs> but there's always somebody. He knows. There's always somebody. So I'm gonna let that somebody just go ahead and say good morning to you. Go good ahead. Good morning, Steve. I was just hey, waiting good for you to call in so I could call in myself. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. Good morning. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure, Wait, Steve, that uh, you know that the teasing, the teasing's from Oliver, uh, not me. That's fine. That's fine. I'm used to it. Time. What's that? You're giving Go, him a lot of airtime, and he's been on for the last 30 minutes now. Yeah. Well, you know what? Steve's a bud, man. If if, if he if he wants to call in and we got time to talk, well, we'll just talk. Okay. It's what, all good. I, what do I need to do to be get that kind of status? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. You got to have a song. Every week? You got to have your own theme song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, see, Steve doesn't like his theme song, but he's got one. 
Listen, everybody on my phone has a theme song. Ron's got ACDC. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, I, I've got one for you. I think it's called Aquaman for you. Um, it's a new song. Um, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny as heck. Okay. Uh, for Andrew. So Mia's got one. Aquaman. My wife has one. Everybody's got a theme song. So what's Steve your, has what's a your theme, theme song. Huh? What's your theme song? My regular tone is the Godfather. Okay. Okay, because I got so many Godchildren. But anyway, uh, come on, Andrew. Yeah, you should know better. I mean, my, my uh, GT puts Il Padrino, which is uh -huh. Italian for the Godfather, on my rod. So. El Padrino. Il Padrino. Okay. All right, Steve. So let's uh, go ahead and circle around so we can then we can pick on you some more. Um, <laughs> let's finish up with Long Beach sport fishing. Well, the victory's still uh, still been doing their barracuda thing. The fish are still there. Fishing's still really good, guys. Um, their best week or their best day this week, excuse me, was uh, they had over 200 barracuda, 50 calico bass, whole lot of released fish. It was uh, it's been good fishing local. It's, this is the best local fishing we've seen in years. So, again, hate to repeat myself, but now the now is the time to get out, guys. Um, even on the victory, the weekends are selling out pretty quick especially considering we are still limiting the load to only 35. 35 anglers on the victory. Um, they depart every day at 6 a.m., return at 4 p.m. And give me, let me give you a little bit of advice. These barracuda are eating those smaller jigs the last couple of weeks. You know, they're not really eating the 45s like, you know, like standard barracuda fishing. Bring out your caddy C's, your BAs, um, caddy 9s. All that smaller stuff's getting bit. So, if you want to jump on the victory, again, book through the website, longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online. Um, just get your ticket. Don't wait till last minute. We had a lot of guys calling yesterday. We must have had 200 calls yesterday, people wanting to go this weekend. It's, that's very, very last minute, especially mm -hmm. the way the fishing's been. You know, it's, people are booking way ahead of time. So jump on it, guys. Get out there and go fishing. Absolutely. And, you know, when you say the smaller jigs, uh, old-timers, UFO 1, Iron Man, that size, 1. Yeah, yeah. Number 1, uh, Megabates, the smaller ones will work. Um, you could try the some of Shimano um, uh, Colt Snipers. The only problem with the smaller jigs, and pay attention to this, is uh, a barracuda can swallow it. If it swallows it and bites down, it'll cut your line and you will lose your jig. I remember losing uh, yep. ones back in the day so that could happen but um well worth the try at least you're getting bit mm -hmm. 45s exactly. are hard to get get bit a c is good i, I like the a1 double a's that'll work that'll work all right steve well thank you very much now stay on for the roasting go ahead oliver <laughs> <laughs> oliver. go ahead oliver <clears throat> roast away oliver he, he puts it Waiting. on. I think uh -huh. he puts it on mute, and it takes some time to take it off and mute. Stop putting it on mute, Oliver. Get to a place where it's quiet. Mute. Uh, you know, I'm 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 in a quiet place, but I I just like being muted out in case you know. Just I said something I shouldn't on the radio. Okay. <laughs> All right. So listen, uh, let, let's talk about this because this is important. Uh, we we talked to Rick Scott. I saw the quality of the yellowtail and the dorado. These are very catchable fish. These are not fish yep. that you need 80-pound test by any means. You can get away with 25, nope. maybe 30, okay? You can, you can do that easily. 
So, um, and that's the type of gear you'd want to set up for a, a Barracuda, okay? Because, I mean, guys, if you're going to throw a jig, don't throw anything less than 30, okay, on a jig. Right. It makes no sense. Right. Okay. So, uh, Steve, what, what are you guys recommending to go on, say, a three-quarter day? Well, like you said, uh, thirty. Bring your jig sticks and your and your bass rods, guys. Uh, nothing less than thirty for your jig rods. You know, the, the bass rods you can get away with ten, twelve, you know, fifteen. They are really, really chewing the plastics. Hookup baits are been on fire, and just so happens we got a fresh shipment in the office, guys. So if you need a, if you need any hookup baits or or I mean, we're fully stocked on the on the lure nice. selection as well. So and we keep our prices, you know, really really good. So we want people to you know be able to grab stuff at the shop we don't we don't like to gouge people as far as pricing for our tackle so if you don't want to stop at a shop you pick up all your stuff before your trip um but again just get out and go fishing and oliver while you're on the phone where's gt i've not heard from gt in like three weeks i'm starting to worry about him you know what he um he's been on a diet lately so he's a little uh, grumpy well, yeah, you work that poor guy 23 hours a day. Give him a break. <laughs> give him some. Give him some yard time. I'm surprised you let Rick out of the office. Yard I know Rick, Rick's here. He he let him out of the home. Yeah, he let Rick out of the home. He's retired now, so he's in the home. Okay, he, he's here he's now. GT, you got to feed GT. Okay, yeah, you, you, you've been Bonk, skimping uh, out on feeding him, and you got to feed him better. <laughs> That's why he gets grumpy. Yeah. Yeah, GT went on a on a taco tear this week, right, uh, Rick? Yeah, he's been he's been on the tacos as of late. <laughs> he's turning into a taco. Yeah, he's on the tacos right now. Hey Oliver, we got to do another sponsor trip pretty soon, man. Another local or Catalina trip. We'll get together and yeah, I know you're busy. I know you got a bunch of trips coming up, but you know, sometime before well, Ron, the end of the year, let's well, do another one. You got Ron here. Ron, thinking of getting out on Monday. Well, hold on a second, Ron. Do we have any trips yeah. coming up on the El Dorado or the Victory? We don't, we don't have a trip on the El Dorado. Well, the Victory is uh, their trip, so probably not. Uh, the El Dorado is in October. Mm. But uh, Steve has been out of town. He's in Texas visiting his daughter. Uh, when he gets back, we will be putting together a trip, as you know. So maybe we can combine this. Yeah, maybe we can do uh, something maybe together. Maybe have a little fish off. Maybe Ooh. have a little fish off. Which would be uh -oh. what? Everybody go. from Fishing Syndicate against you and me? And Ben Seacrest? Team Two Pound? No, I mean, it'd be, <laughs> yeah, be, it would be, let's see, it'd be Ron, me, Tony, no, uh, <laughs> Ben, and you, Andrew, Sounds against good. all of Fishing Syndicate. What do you think, Ron? I think they could get 20 guys and still not equal to four of them. <laughs> Well, I mean, are we going for are we going for bigger, biggest fish or quantity of fish? Because we can even take a little uh, I quantity. Think, well, trout. I think we should have a fish category, and then we should have a quantity. Oh um, man! But remember, it will be a catch and release affair. But when Steve gets back, we'll put all that together, and then maybe maybe that's the one that we film and do locally for. Them. That we might be know. fun to we'll film. Yeah, out. a little fish off. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. I like That'd it. I fun. like it. I, okay, Oliver, you That'd got that. Fun. Steve, I leave that on your lap with ron figure that thing out okay that would be a fun yeah, trip perfect. and then we can actually film it okay Maybe not, do not it. people pass rods what's that 
Oh, bass rods only. That would be bass sweet. rods only yeah. trip. There bass you go. Bass rods only, line class only. We could just bring two line yep. classes. We'll bring. I'll go with that. That'd, sound, that'd mm-hmm. be awesome. That'd be eight pound and 12 pound. That's I'm, it. I'm using triple X. And then, and then we go over <laughs> to one of the islands. Oh. Okay? Because, I mean, you know, anybody can do bass. I mean, can mm-hmm. you do yellowtail? Can you do white sea uh-huh. bass? Can you do tuna even on that? I have well, a history. You, yeah, we all have history there. That is. That yeah, could be one heck of a challenge. You get three rods. That's it. All right. You get three rods for the trip. No, you only get two. Yeah. Okay. It'll be eight or twelve. We're gonna we're gonna put this on paper and we'll announce it. All right, folks. Uh, this wow. is uh, I gotta take a short break. The last one. You guys hang out. We'll last fifteen minutes. All right. This is Angels Radio AM eight thirty KLA. We're right back. Radio. AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM Pour some sugar on this because I think pouring salt on the wound would not be good. This is Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA Zangler Chronicles. And I think uh, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Oliver Solis? Challenge accepted. Okay, we're going to have a good time then. All right, so. I well, just had Mike Mike Blue once on our team as well. So Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. I like it. He's coming all the way from uh Arizona. I Arizona. like it. I like it. So why don't we do this? Why don't we do it on the El Dorado? Okay. Do either an overnight or a day and a half. Okay. We will film it. Okay. And well Steve, is there any way you could make a trip like that with advance notice? That's uh, possible. Very, very possible. Because what we do is have you referee it. Because you'd be the, <laughs> unless you unless you're gonna fish for fishing. No, 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 no. He's gonna fish with us. 
No, no, Phelps. Uh -oh. See, uh -oh. the problem with Phelps, he's in the middle. You got to leave him be as a non-committed. Oh, he can neutral. Be, yeah, he, I'm neutral. You're neutral. You're like the referee. You represent the landing and stuff like that. Um, if you're on, you know, uh, what, what do we give as, as a gift? Um, you know, if as, if you win a trophy, Oliver, if you win, you get a fishing syndicate rod. How's that? There you go. Ron, if you win, you get to co-host the show. <laughs> we we do stupid stuff like that. No, no, it'll be all bragging rights. I think it'd be fun. And what we ought to do is have the same number of people on both teams. Okay? And, oh, absolutely. And we, it doesn't have to be a big team. We could have the rest of the people there just to, just to watch what's going on, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. it could be... Okay, this is what we're going to do. We are going to plan this. Ron, remind me, this calls for a lunch over at uh, uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing with Oliver. There it is. All right, and uh, we'll get Steve involved as well, and the other Steve Facuto involved as well. And Rick, you can come down there, Mac, if you can make it, and we'll set down the rules. It'll be uh, a lot of fun. I think just simply the biggest fish on the lightest line. And it'll be a line class where you. I think you yeah, go ahead. I think bass only, bass bass rods only would be outstanding. Oh, yeah. yeah, bass bass rod only. The maximum weight of the bass would be the seven ten H. And do not tell me I can't use that rod. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> that's my the, rod. Okay. The bass rod. The bass rod, and you can fish eight and twelve pound test fluoro. Um, I'm I'm in. I'm ready. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. and uh, I like it. That takes us back old school. That, that, that lets me use the XL. I've been using your, um, is it the Inshore? The Inshore XL. Inshore XL, oh my lord. I've been using 10 pound tests on that. And so, been, yeah, go ahead. So I don't know if you know this, uh, but Steve has that XL in a nine foot model, and he put it to the test. Bouncing over oh. a couple of weeks ago, he calls me. He goes, "Guess what I did?" I was like, "Oh gosh, what did you do?" Steve? He, he questioned my bouncing. He questioned my bouncing abilities. Well, you know, I was like, "Really?" On the XL. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, basically, okay. So this is a disclaimer. Uh, That's I'll, my new favorite bass rod, guys. Right, the man. 900 XL. I, I love that rod. And yeah, Oliver chewed me out for throwing that barracuda on i would not recommend it with with those short rods but i just had to do it and it it was fine well let me tell you i i tried to do it with a what i have i had a big i think it might have been a big bass that i tried no it was something else i tried to a yellowtail i thought maybe it was a yellowtail try to bounce it up. there was there was no way there was no i actually said okay bring a net Okay. Yeah. They, well, imagine we, me asking for a net. Yeah, okay. On a yeah. San Diego boat, and they go, "What?" And I go, "Yeah, I got a yellow tail." He goes, "Well, gaff." I go, "I don't gaff this thing. Just bring it up with the net. We'll bounce it. I can't bounce it. Look at the rod. It's on ten pound test." And he's like, "Oops." Rick was not the happiest person in the world because he had to go and actually pull out a net from go, the top. Go find it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, mine, mine's the 800. You got the 900. I saw the 900. You had it with us on Monday, Rick, the XL. I actually had the all-purpose graphite ah, okay. L1530. Ah, okay. He was cheating, Steve. He was cheating. You and I are extra lights. We can handle it. Oh, yeah. He was he was fishing heavier. Mm -hmm. So All right. we've had a few people, you know, do that. And, and Sergio, I don't know if you recall a couple of years ago when we were prototyping, you and I went fishing along with Rick. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, probably a year, year, year and a half uh, during COVID, we got out there. And um, when I bounced that big sand bass I got, uh, Rick was looking at me. I high stick that rod purposely with you know with the fish out of the water, mm-hmm. and that rod you know basically made an arc and then it bounced back up. Rick said, "Man, I, I thought I think it was gonna break the way it was bending." I cringed. Like, yeah, you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to taste it. I mean, I wanted to test it, make sure that you know uh, it was gonna be able to handle stuff like that. For people like Steve that do stuff that not supposed to do with these rods. <laughs> Steve, so here's the secret, Steve. Just don't tell him. Just do it. Don't, I don't tell him. Just do I it. had to tell him. Yeah, I had to tell him. If he knew, do if he... Do what Sergio does. Just call me when something went wrong. Hey, by the way. Yeah. No, no, I I, I just... Uh, no, no, let me, no, wait a minute. I have broken one rod, my fault, and it broke... I mean, here's the deal. I, I was... Um, we were fishing the Isers. A buddy of mine, they're, 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 they're novice. Okay, we're in the center console. He gets stuck on the bottom, so I'm, I'm, I bring mine up. I bring like, you know, like 30 cranks up. You know, I'm not thinking much. I leave it there, go take care of him. And the other guy says, hey, there's something wrong with your rod. And I watch it all bent over. And as I go over there, it breaks. Oh. Okay, at the, at the rod butt. So what had happened is I had gotten stuck earlier. So I had totally, you know, tightened up the drag to pull it off, forgot to back off the drag. Well, guess what? I mean, there's nothing that I could have done, but it broke where it was supposed to break. Remember where we, we, we looked at that uh, very carefully, Oliver? It broke right yeah. uh, from the rod butt, maybe a few inches above where the, where the opening the is. The rod holder. The rod holder, yeah. It was right at the rod holder because of the aluminum. Uh, the, the stress on that graphite and being a 15, 30 rod, you know, there must have been 30, 40 pounds of pressure being pulled, being pulled on that rod. And let me tell you what really hurt because it broke. I thought it went overboard. I was about to jump overboard and it was gone before I knew it with a brand new uh, reel. Uh, uh, but I got the rod butt. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, so it. Now, it, now it it's good. Now let's now you see, use so, it to watch people over the head, right? Yeah. So so here's the deal. Here's the deal. I um, uh, everybody knows, and Steve, you're like me. We love bass fishing, and and Rick. I mean, I think when you and I went out on Monday, it was heaven. I told you, you're the coolest guy because he likes to fish the same stuff that I do. He doesn't talk to unless he's spoken to, which I really, I, which I really like. And he just concentrates, does his thing, doesn't bother you, nothing. He's out of your way. I like that. So you're going to become more of a staple on that. Quiet book. assassin. Quiet assassin. So, uh, Oliver, I need you to put in the permission slips at the home so I can pull them out more often. <laughs> okay, and uh, no, but card blank. Long as he goes, are being with you. Yeah, I, I, I know you're, you're running out of time here. I wanted to uh, talk about a little bit about light uh, line fishing. We uh-huh. went out. I was out on uh, on Monday along with a couple of the guys on the Malahini with Captain Bill, and we uh, we headed south. Found the yellowfin. Found kill patties with yellowtail. Uh, had a really good trip for a full day. Uh, Dorado all over the place, but. Uh, there was probably 20, 22 of us. Mm-hmm. Ten of us are casting jigs. 
and then there's 10 people fishing the bait in from the stern. Um, and, and I hook a, a yellowfin, about 20 pound class yellowfin on our new uh, class uh, 90J and our new uh, jigs, jigs that we are prototyping. And so that was fun. Um, so I'm bringing the, the, the fish, I'm bringing it hot because I'm fishing 40 pounds on that jig. Now I'm just winding straight to the boat. I started getting ready to bounce and they'll go, please don't bounce out of it, please don't bounce. I'm like, get out of the way, I'm going to bounce it, get out of the way. And so that's like, you know, a little conversation going back and forth about not bouncing that fish and trying to bounce it. The fish sees the boat and it takes off on me. We'll be uh, posting the, the video here pretty soon. Run to the bow, come back, you know, they, they got the fish. I was so upset I couldn't bounce that piece. It was only about a 20 pound yellowfin. And obviously, I'm 40 pounds. I'm a 90. 90 uh, okay, I'm going to stop you because I got about a, I've only got about a minute left, but I'm going to just summarize this. Go. The only reason you can go ahead and balance anything you want is because you're the owner of Fishing Syndicate. So if anybody exactly. breaks your rods, you, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, now, Steve, if, if you and I, if you and I do that, Steve or or Andrew or Ron or or Rick here, you know, we're knuckleheads. Oh, but he yep. wants to bounce a 20-pound, 30-pound blue. Yo, because I want to see if I can do it. What's that? I have one. I know we're talking about having a good time. But then I'm going to question about the ability to do it. Tuesday is this Tuesday. Oh, let's say we got too many things going on at one time. All right, so what do you – I heard Ron. What were you saying, Ron? Taco Tuesday is this Tuesday. Oh, geez. Already. Forgot, oh my goodness, already? Okay, everybody listen. Taco Tuesday. Okay, this weekend. This Tuesday, not this weekend. Okay, this Tuesday. Oh my God, thank you, Ron. I totally forgot about that. Okay, so um, bottom line is that, um, Steve, we get no respect. Rick, Andrew, Ron, we get no respect. You know, he can. Nope. he wants to see if he can bounce it, you know, because he wants to see if he can do it. We can't see if we can do it. Okay, but what are you doing? But if you if not, you only on, knew if you on the XL. if not you on the only XL. knew the things that I have bounced on the seven ten the bass rod, mm -hmm. you would actually cringe. Okay. Yeah, anybody could bounce a fish on the jig stick. It takes talent, like like guys like us to oh, bounce fish on the light there stuff. Go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you go. I like All I like right. the way you think, Steve. All right, listen, I got about thirty seconds to go. Steve, thanks for calling in one more time on Long Beach. Uh, give me the info. Longbeachsportfishing.com. Click book online. If you have any issues, five six two four three two eight nine nine three. All right, everybody else, hey, go out and go fishing. Oliver, thank you. Ron already exited. Rick. Thank you for coming in today. Hey, thank you, Thank you, myself. And I want a big shout-out to Mia. Mia's at the airport in Orlando saying hi to everybody. All right. All right, so uh, safe travels, Tony. Um, like we always say, the most important thing in, in life is to experience. So make memories, folks. Make memories with every day. Life is short. And most importantly, be kind to one another. We'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.